Welcome back to Listen Up Kansas with me, Misty Hobbs, your Democratic candidate for Kansas House Representatives, District 82, Derby Mulvane. Today, we're going to get on it. We are going to talk about common sense gun laws, and we're going to go through uh, the gun laws that Kansas already has in place um, and a bunch of facts, And because we all know I love research and facts. And we're just going to go through everything, um, including I'm going to share with you some of the questions that the NRA sent me um, that I didn't fill out because I didn't feel like it. So let's get on this. Um, to date, in 2022, we are in this sixth month of 2022, and we have had 233 mass shootings across the nation. Um, and since I filed on May 5th, there has been four nationwide that have gathered, obviously, um, a lot of attention. So those being Buffalo, uh, New York, Texas, Oklahoma, and now Iowa. Um, from a, a grocery store to a school to a hospital to outside of a church. That is what is happening in our nation right now and, and really what is um, making it so important for us as candidates, us as people, us as moms, us as dads, us as whoever to stand up and say, no, we got to put a stop to this and we can't wait for legislation um, to do it. There are, are things that we can do um, that are very simple things that would have a very high impact on our community. Um, we really have to take this back, guys. It really is up to us. It's not up to the lawmakers. We can do something about this. And I hope that this um, short video will inspire you to do something about it. The first thing we can do, and you will see behind me on the screen, um, I will have hashtags. I will have websites on places you can go. Research that I've um, got, these are all websites that you need to have on hand. Also wear orange. I'm wearing orange today and will be all weekend um, as a way to stand up to um, wanting action and demanding action. And it's a, it's a good way to uh, have an icebreaker to talk to people. So right now, gun laws in Kansas, I'm going to put something out of the way right now. The illegal guns in Kansas are shotguns with barrels less than 18 inches and automatic weapons. So let's just take that right now. Boom. Okay. So all of the automatic weapons already, that's illegal in the state of Kansas. It doesn't stop people from getting up. And that's the thing, guys. If somebody wants to do harm, they're going to find a way to do harm. And I do agree with that. But we'll get into more of that later. Uh, a permit is not required for open or conceal carry. You must be 21 to conceal carry, but no training is required. You have to be 18 years old to buy a handgun and you have to have a state ID. And then of course there is a background check, but there's no waiting period. So the same day you purchase the gun is the same day you will have the gun in your hand. So in Kansas, there's no age limit on long guns. I already said the no waiting period, no permits are required and no training is required. Um, we also have private sales, which you don't have to have an ID for, no background check um, is required. So the federal government says that you have to be 18 
years old to have a long, long gun and 21 years old for handgun. The way you get around that in Kansas for 21 for uh, a handgun is you just get it through a private sale. That's, that's what you do there. So um, we're pretty lax on, on things that uh, we have. And it's some, some areas, as far as automatic weapons go, we're pretty strong. So my question is this, if I have to wait three days in the state of Kansas to get married, which you do, three days, I have to wait after I make the application. How is it that I can purchase a gun and get it that day? That just baffles me. Um, I would think that if you were using it for uh, hunting, you would already know that you were going hunting uh, because you would have to get other things like a hunting license, your permit. You'd have to know what you're doing. You have to know what you're, you're going after. Um, so there's a lot of things about hunting. So that kind of takes it out. It's not like this uh, impulse thing where it's like, oh my God, I'm going hunting today. I need a gun. No, you already know you need a gun. So I don't understand why we can't have a waiting period um, or um, a little bit more of an extensive background check. But we do have background checks. So I can't argue about that either. Um, so in 2021, lawmakers overrode a governor's veto in Kansas and said that 18 to 20 year olds can carry concealed loaded handguns in public with a permit. Okay, so there's the permit thing, but now we've lowered the age. That's, that's not what we're doing, especially when in the state of Kansas, in order to buy a tobacco product um, or a vape, you have to be 21. You also have to be 21 to drink, but you can be 18 to 20 to carry a loaded handgun in a public place. Okay. Kansas also allows school personnel and um, any other permit holders to carry um, at the schools and have, has, has declared that, you know what, it's up to the school districts on what they allow. So with this whole, well, let's arm the teachers thing. Okay. School districts in Kansas get to make up that rule. However, the largest insurer of Kansas State Schools has said, uh, we're not going to insure you if, you if you do that. We can't. The probabilities are too high for accidents to happen. Um, and it actually poses more of a danger to the children. So we're not going to insure you if you do that. So there wipes out that debate of let's arm the teachers. Well, if our schools don't carry insurance, that's <laughs> kind of a problem, don't you think? Um, in doing research, if you go to everytownresearch.org, you can look at rankings, studies, all kinds of amazing um, data. Again, I love research. So if you go there, you will find out that they have ranked Kansas as far as um, gun law strength. We are number 38. That's not a good thing. It actually says that we're a failure when it comes to gun laws. Um, the composite score is nine and a half. Gun violence rate is 16.9. So if we wanna compare that to let's say California, California is number one and they have a lot of people. That population 
is staggering compared to Kansas. So they're ranked, ranked number one with gun law strength. Their composite score is 84 and a half um, and their gun violence rate is eight and a half. That is half of what our gun rate violence is. And their population is like, is uh, how you can get a it's hold staggering. of um, But there's like 30 million people compared to our population in Kansas, but their gun violence rate is less than half of what ours is. So the whole argument of gun laws don't work. Yeah, they do. They do. And you can pull up research and data that have nothing to do, by the way, with um, partisan, okay, party politics. You can actually just look at data that, that isn't put out by the NRA or isn't put out by this group or isn't put out by even uh, mom's demand. So, you know, do your own research, but data shows that gun laws work. Um, in Florida, after, of course, the, the mass shooting at the school there, they actually got stricter with their gun laws. So now they're ranked 19 um, and their gun violence rate is lower than ours. And a lot of our politicians in Kansas love Florida. They love pulling stuff from Florida, bills from Florida. So why not do this? Uh, Florida has some really great laws. Same with Illinois. Everybody wants to go after Chicago and say, you know, they're so strict on gun laws. Yeah, they are. They're number six in the nation for, for strength. Um, still lower than us as a, as a whole when it comes to gun violence. And, and everybody throws that up, right? Well, look at Chicago. Yeah, well, look at Kansas. Because right now, uh, we're still higher than uh, most people. Other than Oklahoma, of course, Oklahoma is ranked 44 um, and the gun violence rate is 20.7. So that's a bit higher than us. You can also go to sandyhookpromise.org. Um, they have great information. You're, again, you'll see flashes of websites that you guys really should take a look at. So Florida. Here's what I like about Florida. They have a red flag law. Uh, California also has a gun violence restraining order that we can call a red flag law. Um, these flaws, these flaws, these laws, um, and they are flawed, of course they are, but these laws um, would allow me as a family member to go to a police officer, the courts, whoever, and say, hey, a member of my family is talking about harming themselves or harming others. Um, and we could actually go through a process. It would actually help me help someone in my family other than just calling the cops on them and the cops going, you know, well, we don't have any proof, so we can't do anything about it. Um, this is something that is very close to me. Um, guns are something that uh, has tragically entered my family two times. The stats on, on the VA's website on suicide is that two out of three suicides are by firearm. Um, and that's exactly what has happened in my family. Out of three suicides, two were by firearms. Those two that were by firearms, they were both uh, former service members 
um, one of which was done in front of my nephews. Um, and the stats for women doing it uh, that are in service by firearm is, is higher than men. And if we would have had a red flag law in Kansas, instead of me calling all these places that I did call, including um, her squadron, and saying, hey, I need help, I need help. This is what's happening. She's violent, she's abusing her children. I kept getting cops coming over and could prove to them. And um, unfortunately, I couldn't do anything about it. If we would have had a red, flaw, a red flag law, excuse my mouth today, a red flag law in this state, um, I'm not saying that she wouldn't have gone through what she went through still, or she wouldn't have been able to accomplish it. Someone that is going to do something, they're gonna find a way to do it. But this would have given me time. This would have helped me with the nephews. I, I could have done something. I could have had a little bit more power um, to stop it, or maybe could have had more leverage to pull the nephews away um, so they would not have to then have gone through a traumatic event. Same with gun locks. Gun locks are proven to stop the impulse and give someone enough time to think if they are getting ready to do harm to themselves. They're free, guys. Um, you'll see right there, kansasagstress.org. Yes, the Department of Agriculture has said, hey, our farmers, our agriculture people are in a time of stress and have been, and they have mental health issues as well as anybody else, because guess what? They're human too. And so they have, um, right now, if you go to their website, you can get three free gun locks to your home. Or you know what? You can get them and just have them in your car to give to other people if you hear them talking about it and say, hey, you know, here, if you have a gun, here's a gun lock. Guys, this whole argument of, well, if somebody intrudes in your, no, flight or fight, it's going to kick in. You're going to be able to get that gun lock off in no time if you need to defend your family. I promise you that. I know that this is just, it's data, guys. It's research. We're, we're letting people with control us with fear and tell us, no, you can't do this. You can't do that because of this. And you're infringing on my rights. Well, why are you placing your right to own a, a gun above a child's right to live? We all have a right to live. We all have a right to pursue happiness. But somehow this thing, this inanimate object is placed above my right to live, my right to a peaceful protest without having to worry about somebody um, coming in and shooting up the place. Again, I'm going to say this, anybody that intends to do harm will find a way to do harm. That's just true. But common sense says, hey, we can regulate the people and we can place laws on people. Because again, you want to say guns don't kill people, people kill people. That's why I'm not regulating the gun. I want to regulate people. If I have to wait to get married, why can't you wait just a little bit two days, three days to get a gun. Why can't we up the age limits to 21? You don't trust someone to smoke at 18. Why are you trusting them with a weapon? 
these are things I don't understand. Um, so I think a red flag law is so, so important right now. And in Connecticut, their law, extreme risk, lowered suicide by 14%, by 14%. Do you know in uh, 2022, we've already had 10,000 suicides by firearms across the state? A lot of those were teenagers. A lot of those were teenagers. Again, a gun lock at home is the difference between impulse um, and actually having to an action. You know, it's that give me a few minutes to come to my senses thing. Um, 17 states, including D.C., have extreme risk laws. 63% of school shootings are in K through 12 schools. 36% are in colleges and universities. Uh, 70% of mass school shooters and attempted mass school shooters were white males. And now, you know, we see that, you know, of course, age varies, but lately it just seems to be 18. So there are things here, and we're not going to go to the mental health thing either, because data shows that someone that has a diagnosis of a mental condition is more likely to be a victim of a crime than to commit a crime. They are also um, more likely to do harm to themselves than to someone else. So the mental health thing is out the window. And in Kansas, we do have a provision um, for mental health and gun safety. And uh, you can do research on that as well. That's not the issue. This, this isn't you know, mental health is an issue, yes, but this isn't the issue. Um, we, we just need to have a little bit more control over what we do about guns in our state, just a little bit more. Um, we don't have to take them away. Look, the automatics are already banned. So what are you, what are you upset about? What are you scared about? Nobody's trying to take your guns away if you're a sensible gun owner. Why can't we require locks? Why can't we require the ammunition be stored somewhere else if you have children in your home? Why can't we have a transportation law? Did you know there's no transportation of guns and how you transport guns in your car? You can have it fully loaded sitting between your legs. I don't know why you'd want to, but you could. There's no law saying you can't. Um, it's silly things like that. And to me, that's silly. If you're a sensible gun owner, you want that. If somebody steals your gun, which by the way, Derby, we had a rash of that going on because people were leaving their guns in the car and not locking them. Why? First off. Um, and two, you don't have to report that here. You don't. And I don't know why you wouldn't want to. Like, you know, and it, to me, it's giving the police a heads up. I also don't want to defund the police, by the way. I'm not one of those people. Um, I think we need to help our police uh, be armed against weapons they don't even have. And that scares me, right? Because then it's, well, let's control guns by more guns. Okay, but it's to the people that are trying to protect us from the guns. So don't, all these arguments are tired. The blame is tired. It, it's just tired. There's too much talk, too much blame, and not enough action. 100% of school shooters, by the way, um, exhibited warning signs. Um, 
and 77% of incidents, at least one person knew about the attacker's plan. So there, and, and I know in schools, we have the see, say, say, see something, say something, um, which we really have got to drive home. We've really got to drive that home, guys. Okay, um, so basically what I would like to see and what I would propose, not that I have the answers because I don't, but here's where we can start, red flag law. Uh, it doesn't have to have a lot to it, but it can have some things. Let's give uh, people closest to people that are, are wanting to do harm to themselves or someone else control to be able to say something and have action instead of, well, you know, unless you're right there with her while she's doing X, Y, Z. No, let's, let's, let's allow us to have some control with the people that we know best um, in their time of need. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, Anti-stalker. Why can't we have that? Where, you know, if somebody has been, been found of stalking someone by a court, that they can't have a gun for, let's say, a year. You know, I'm not saying forever. I'm not saying forever. What I'm saying is we've got to be able to have some kind of, hey, don't do that. That's all. Wait. Why, why can't we do that? Isn't that what a law is supposed to say is, hey, don't do that. And then you don't do it. Um, I think that bars, restaurants, other businesses should be protected under the law to um, ban guns if they want and that be followed. That is not an infringement on your right. Because if you come into my bar, which people did when we owned a bar, with a gun loaded, which they did, I couldn't say anything. And if I did, well, it's my right. Well, it's my right as a business owner to ask you to leave. And that's what I would have to do. And it would become this big old thing. Why is your right to have a gun and carry a gun above my right to own a safe business and protect the hundreds of people that are at my bar? That doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. In the Wild West in Kansas, you had to check your guns at the door, meaning when you entered the town, you had to check your guns with your marshal, your sheriff, because they were trying to cut down on the violence of a cow town. Why did we get away from that? That, that was a hundred and something years ago. They were more progressive and radical during the Wild West with gun control than we are now. That's sad. Um, I also would like to see 21 years old, period, to own a gun. Now, of course, there's gonna be provisions. I know there's children that are raised in hunting. I know that there's competitions for that. And I think that's wonderful. Well, then just like with a car, there are permits for that. There is training required for that. Why can't we have training? Why can't we have permits? It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, I could sit there and argue that you're infringing on my right because I had to take a test to get a driver's license. And, and you're mad at me because I'm asking you to do the same for a, a weapon that um, could kill someone just as easily as a car could, if not easier. So... Common sense gun laws is just that. It's just common sense, guys. Um, now is not the time to argue about this. Now is the time for action. 
when it comes to schools, we need to protect our kids. So, you know, what I've been doing is writing the, the school board in my district and asking, just ask the question, guys, that's all you have to do, ask the question. What is the safety plan? Where can I find it? Can we have a discussion? Because here's the thing, your politician isn't the one that's gonna get that done. Your school board is, your superintendent is, gathering your teachers up to go to the school board is. Those are who makes the changes for the kids in your district. That's who controls that. They have the budgets. And if they don't, we have a PTO. We have people in the community that will help raise money so that we can get a metal detector. A metal detector. Think about it. Every time you go to a concert, you're patted down, gone through a metal detector. Go to an airport. Do I need to say more about an airport? There are several places in life, courts, federal buildings, you're going through a metal detector. Does it bother you that much? It's not gonna bother the kids either. In fact, it might make them feel safer. I grew up with some of them um, in some schools that had metal detectors, so did my husband. I don't know why this is a big deal. They're actually really, really not expensive either. I mean, we're talking $5,000 for a Granger, like top of the line metal detector. A metal detector wand is $165. That's what stands in the way of your kids and their safety at school is money. And the second amendment is being placed above your child's right to be safe at school. That's what it is. That's what it comes down to. So let's move on to the NRA, shall we? Um, this is the questionnaire they send out to uh, ask candidates. This is the questionnaire they send out to ask candidates to become, a, um, to receive an NRA grade. Now, I didn't fill mine out. Uh, fun fact, this came to me the morning of the Texas shooting. Um, I received an email with it that said, if you do not fill this out by this date, you will receive a question mark, which can be deemed hostile by our members um, as you hating the second amendment. I thought that was pretty strong language for an email. When you're asking me to fill something out and now you're threatening me and trying to scare me, um, I know where I stand on the second amendment. I, I don't need an organization to fear monger me into filling something out that I don't agree with. So here's a few questions. Let me go through them. Do you agree that the second amendment to the US constitution guarantees the fundamental individual right to keep and bear arms for all law abiding citizens? Law abiding citizens, yet we don't have a red flag law. Okay, uh, this goes on. Do you support requiring fi firearm owners to register their firearms with a government agency? Do you support strengthening Kansas fire presumption laws? That is the statewide preemption laws guarantee that the state has sole responsibility in the field of firearm regulations, keeping counties and municipalities from passing a patchwork of confusing and conflicting local laws throughout the state. Uh, preemption law. <sighs> Do you support a smaller ban on semi-automatic firearms in Kansas? Do you support banning the possession, ownership, purchase, sale, and or transfer of higher 
capacity ammunition magazines. So basically anything that would be in a red flag or a common sense gun law, they, they, don't, they don't want us to have because they keep going back to that's an infringing on rights. Uh, do you support new restrictions on the purchase and possession of ammunition beyond current law? Do you support raising the age for the purchase of rifles and shotguns to 21 years old? Yeah. Uh, this one goes further to state, under current federal law, handgun purchases from a federally licensed dealer are restricted to individuals who have reached the age of 21. Some argue this purchase restriction should be extended to all firearms, including rifles and shotguns. This would effectively deny law-abiding adults ages 18 to 20 their Second Amendment rights. I don't know about you, but if you have adult children, 18, mm, just because uh, the government says that they're uh, an adult doesn't mean that they're really an adult. Just saying. They still got a whole bunch of stuff going on. Um, but see right there. Denying law-abiding adults. Do you agree that an individual's Second Amendment right cannot be denied without stringent due process? Okay, this is where red flag law, again, comes into play. Um, and again, we have the mental health uh, law here in Kansas where there is a process. It's a lengthy process. It's a very detailed process that you have to have a mental illness that is diagnosed in the huge book of diagnosis for um, mental disorders. And uh, I was in a meeting with a social worker up in Johnson County. And in 15 years, he's only seen two people that actually had that done to them. So that's how strict it is. It's, it's pretty strict. Um, and again, that, that goes to show you that people that are committing these acts, uh, mental health is not usually the issue. It, violence and mental health are two different things. Now, not that you can't be violent or that some diagnoses don't have violence attached to them. But what I'm saying is not everybody that's violent has a mental illness. That's just, that's just the way it is. You guys need to look like... That's not, one doesn't go with the other. Uh, do you agree that an individual's Second Amendment right cannot be denied without, oh yeah, I read that one. Uh, do you support state legislation reducing or eliminating gun-free zones that are not secured? Reducing or eliminating gun-free zones. Gun-free zones create arbitrary boundaries where law-abiding citizens are disarmed while zero measures are taken to prevent criminals from entering. Many argue that law-abiding gun owners should be allowed to carry a firearm for self-defense outside their home, especially on public property that is not considered a secured facility. Secured facilities are those where all points of e uh, ingress and egress are protected by metal detectors and armed security. So the NRA states that a secured facility is one protected by metal detectors and armed security. So why can't we have that in our schools? And why wouldn't they actually like go for that? Why wouldn't they take their money and say, here schools, let's have some metal detectors. Like work together. This is so ridiculous. 
Um, do you support current law allowing the purchase of a firearm to proceed after three business days if the FBI still has not denied the sale? Do you support repealing the ban on law-abiding citizens with concealed carry permits being able to lawfully carry firearms in hospitals? We just had a shooting in Oklahoma in a hospital. Uh, House Bill 2278 became law in 2017. This law exempts state or municipal owned